Section 46 of Irish Fairy Tales by James Stevens. The Little Brawl at Allen. Chapter 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Irish Fairy Tales by James Stevens. At the end of a fortnight, Fionn and Gaul and the chief men of the Fianna attended at Tara, the king, his son and daughter, with Flavry, Fihel, and Fintan Macbachna, sat in the place of judgment, and Cormac called on the witnesses for evidence. Fionn stood up, but the moment he did so, Gaul Macmorna arose also. I object to Fionn giving evidence, said he. Why so? the king asked. Because in any matter that concerned me, Fionn would turn a lie into truth, and the truth into a lie. I do not think that is so, said Fionn. You see, he has already commenced it, cried Gaul. If you object to the testimony of the chief person present, in what way are we to obtain evidence, the king demanded. I, said Gaul, will trust to the evidence of Fergus Trulips. He is Fionn's poet, and will tell no lie against his master. He is a poet, and will tell no lie against anyone. I agree to that, said Fionn. I require, nevertheless, Gaul continued, that Fergus should swear before the court by his guise that he will do justice between us. Fergus was accordingly sworn and gave his evidence. He stated that Fionn's brother Carol struck Conamac Morna, that Gaul's two sons came to help Conan, that Oscar went to help Carol, and with that Fionn's people and the clan Morna rose at each other, and what had started as a brawl ended as a battle with eleven hundred of Fionn's people, and sixty-one of Gaul's people dead. I marvel, said the king, in a discontented voice, that, considering the numbers against them, the losses of Clan Morna should be so small. Fionn blushed when he heard that. Fergus replied, Gaul Mac Morna covered his people with his shield. All that slaughter was done by him. The press was too great, Fionn grumbled. I could not get at him in time, or, or what, said Gaul with a great laugh. Fionn shook his head sternly and said no more. What is your judgment, Cormac demanded of his fellow judges? Flaherty pronounced first. I give damages to Clan Morna. Why, said Cormac, because they were attacked first. Cormac looked at him stubbornly. I do not agree with your judgment, he said. What is there faulty in it? Flaherty asked. You have not considered, the king replied, that a soldier owes obedience to his captain, and that given the time and the place, Fionn was the captain and Gaul was only a simple soldier. Flaherty considered the king's suggestion. That, he said, would hold good for the white striking of blows or fists, but not for the red striking or sword strokes. What is your judgment? the king asked Fionn. Fionn then pronounced, I hold that Clan Morna was attacked first, and that they are to be free from payment of damages. And as regards Fionn, said Cormac, I hold that on account of his great losses, Fionn is to be exempt from payment of damages, and that his losses are to be considered as damages. I agree in that judgment, said Fintan. The king and his son also agreed, and the decision was imparted to the Fianna. One must abide by a judgment, said Fionn. 
do you abide by it gaul demanded i do said fion gaul and fion then kissed each other and thus peace was made for notwithstanding the endless bicker of these two heroes they loved each other well yet now that the years have gone by i think the fault lay with gaul and not with fion and that the judgment given did not consider everything for at that table gaul should not have given greater gifts than his master and host did and it was not right of gaul to take by force the position of greatest gift-giver of the fiana for there was never in the world one greater at giving gifts or giving battle or making poems than fion was that side of the affair was not brought before the court but perhaps it was suppressed out of delicacy for fion for if gaul could be accused of ostentation fion was open to the uglier charge of jealousy it was nevertheless gaul's forward and impish temper which commenced the brawl and the verdict of time must be to exonerate fion and to let the blame go where it is merited there is however this to be added and remembered that whenever fion was in a tight corner it was gaul that plucked him out of it and later on when time did his worst on them all and the fiana was sent to hell as unbelievers it was gaul mac morna who assaulted hell with a chain in his great fist and three iron balls swinging from it and it was he who attacked the hosts of great devils and brought fion and the fiana finn out with him end of section forty six end of the little brawl at allen